it is good to be in the house of the Lord. It is good to be in His presence. I don't know, most all of y'all have one time or other stood up before people and but it's uh, a, not only a blessing, but a privilege to come behind Kay Crawford. She sets the stage for the presence of the Holy Spirit to come in and do a work, speak to our hearts, and it's really, if you've done it with and without, I guarantee you, you'll take with every time. So, thank you, Kay Crawford. Thank you. I was uh, reading this week in, on my phone things, and one of the things that jumped out at me says James, I think it's James Webb, isn't it? The telescope, whatever, James Webb telescope has proven from the pictures that it's taken of the universe that the Big Bang Theory couldn't have happened. So, took a telescope to believe what God has said. <laughs> well, it has to do with size. What it, what's the picture? If it was, I don't know which way it was now, but one way or the other, it's either getting bigger or it's getting littler as you look at it. And so, it, anyway, it proves that Big Bang is not a viable theory anymore. Which, my goodness, how many of you are scientific? Strong sign, scientific Presence, got two hands out of this small group. Did you believe the Big Bang? <laughs> can you prove from the scientific rules? Can you take the things that they they take and come up with that? Kay's got a theory. Bang, there was light. There you go. The Big Bang. Yeah. I've got one other thing before we get too far into this that I want to inject on you. When I was growing up, went to a small Baptist church. And if you didn't read from the King James Version, 
you weren't doing things right. So I'm going to read you a scripture this morning. And if you agree with the way it reads, then you can raise your hand. If you don't, keep it down. Okay? Philippians 1.27 Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs. <laughs> Nobody's raising their hand that they're having an affair. <laughs> I may hear of your affairs. So. <laughs> we may kick you out. <laughs> oh, mercy. Not, wouldn't be the first time. They all say affairs, I think. At least the, the New King James does. And anyway, Lord, forgive me for my foolishness. He says, let your conversation be of Yeah, I guess so. We'll let you. One. Instead of I hear you of your affairs. Together, yes. Anyway, we got that out of the way. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. When I read that, I thought, if you want to hold fast to what the Word says, as how it's printed in King James wouldn't be too good. Philippians chapter 3. Going on. Moving right along. Verse 1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous. But for you it is safe. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the, of the concision, it says. So, <clears throat> they had teachers coming in saying you had to be circumcised. Paul 
refuting that. That's why he's writing this. And then he goes on to, he says, though, in verse 4, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinks that he has whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. I'm going to have to get out of there. Can't read that. Oh, hang on. Okay, if I can see this, I'm going to read it off my phone. We were in verse 4. Though I might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I'm more so circumcised the eighth day stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law, a Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the new law, blameless. So Paul is talking about himself there in in these scriptures. He said, "This, this is me. And I have these things in my life. But I'm telling you, it's all worthless. What I have in God, in, in faith in God, in faith in the Christ, is much more, is greater, is better than anything that you can throw at me, or that I can throw back in your face. He said, I am, I've been in all of this stuff. I'm a, I've persecuted people. I have killed people for the name, in the name of God. Y'all want to pop that? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not worth anything. Verse 7, But what things were gained to me These I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. So he just said, in a lot fancier words than I just used before him, the very same thing I just said. He says, I count them all as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings, 
being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not only, verse 12, I have, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of what of that for which Christ has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching toward those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Not that I have already attained, but I am pressing forward. I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm interested. I want to know what God is saying. I want to know that my faith is in Christ and Him resurrected. That, beyond that, I don't, I don't care about the things in the past. I don't care what you can tell me you've done. Tell me what you're doing. <laughs> tell me what you're doing. Wednesday <clears throat> night there at prayer, uh, I began to hear, as different ones prayed, uh, I began to hear that there was mighty men of God. And when I say men, you would ladies know I'm talking you're included in that. God said, out of this group will come exploits and be mighty men of God. It will people of renown will come out of this body. Amen? Amen. Out of this body, I'm talking to you. Out of this body will be people of renown. Not looking back, as Paul says. Not looking back, but forward to the, what God has for us. There are people who have been caught up in things that you wouldn't want to mention even. And God says, out of that, no one is exempt. Out, anybody can be a part of what God is doing in these days. You don't you don't want to look backwards. You want to look forward. You want to see and hear what God is saying and doing now. What He's doing now. I may be I'm stepping on my tongue here, but not even in the future, but now. But we really don't have a future. 
Jesus says that. Those are his words. We have the now. And if we'll live and do in the present, in the now, if we'll be Christ-like in our efforts of how we deal with people, we've done a lot of this. And I've kept... I've said over and over that the, all of the things that were written to different ones, the Philippians, the Corinthians, the Romans, all of those things is to make sure that what you're doing is done right in your relationship with one another. That you do it right. Do it Christ-like. That's what Paul is after the Philippians there. He he thanked them, you know, for what they had done when no one else had supported him. They had. He thanked them for their faith. He he knew that 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 was uh, good for them, and it, it's a testament to uh, tithe giving what it, what it's good for. He says it's good for you. It's in your account. It goes into your account when you give. And, uh, and then how we deal with one another. I'm always uh, taken back a little bit. It, and it, it's different for everybody but Ronnie can so easily go in and out of churches in this town. That's why God called him to have Camp Hope, because he can touch people in every situation in that. And uh, so Camp Hope is a testament to faith in Ronnie. So he believes, and I believe with him. And uh, same way with you, you know, Rusty and you guys just picked up in Colorado and just left everything. Sean, all the way from Canada, been there, saw you there, didn't I? Amen. But here you are. Why? Because God said. Because God said. Here, Kim. She's here. And we thank God for you. Because you knew that God was calling you to be here. Right? Yeah. So, so, so be it. Amen? So be it. That's what it means, right? So be it that we're doing what God has called us to do, that we're accomplishing 
what he's having us do. And out of that will become men and women who have done exploits for God. Amen? Amen. Yes, sir. Come, come and take it. I just want to add, tag on to what Jack is saying. Um, we have um, we have this wonderful property, and uh, I sit there often. Um, a friend of mine said to me once. He said, "It's a strange thing with you and Dana, Sean. What happens is you go, 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 because God says go, and then God stops and you stop, and people look at you and go, well, what's going on? But we're not going anywhere because God's not going anywhere right now." He's doing something internally or he's doing something with other people or who knows what God's doing. God's God. We don't question that. Um, and then all of a sudden, boom, and we go again, right? So I'm out on my land. This was last year sometime, and uh, I was doing a dirty job. I was trying to find the lid for my cistern, um, actually for my septic. And uh, I'm digging away, and I'm about going to use you. So I'm over here and I'm digging and I feel this presence. And it was a holy presence. Now I would love to say that I had been worshiping all morning and that I had been, but I was dealing with a septic issue. So you know where my brain was at and it wasn't in a clean place, okay? But I felt this holy presence behind me and I glanced over and even with, I'm in church right now, I'm not there, but even now it brings me a point of reverence where I glanced back and there was about an, I don't know how big he was, but there was an angel standing by this old oak tree. And he was just standing there watching me. I didn't know whether to fall down, continue on, stop and ask God, what do you want? I was afraid to open my mouth. I mean, I've had that kind of experience before. I have. But this was... Just different. Every time with God is different. You know, we should be we should enjoy that, that it's different every time. But this angel was there and then he was gone. And in that moment I thought to myself, Lord, I was digging up a sewer. I wasn't doing anything clean or holy or I was digging up a sewer. So where am I going with this? What I want to say is, it doesn't matter what you're doing, it doesn't matter where you are, God's presence, holiness, and divinity can come into your life and change everything like that. So wherever you find yourself today, which is what Jack was saying, wherever you find yourself today, anybody hearing this on the recording, wherever you find yourself today, it does not matter. The only time you've been lost to sin is the day you wake up and everybody else is gone and it's too late. Until then, it can all change just like that. Because Paul would have been lost. And what a horrible loss to all of us if Paul had been lost. Right? Peter was a tax collector. People don't get that. He was a fisherman, but he also, he also gleaned for his community. And there's a study I just read recently which really surprised me. I didn't know that but that he was a head of his community. And so he wasn't an official 
tax collector like Matthew was, but he was a tax collector. He actually took things in and then took it too. And so he was not in the best of standing with his community, but it was something he had to do. And in the minute that God walked up and said, come with me, it all changed. We don't just get one chance. The law says we get one chance to change. That's the law. Right. Mercy gives us eternal grace. Right. So somebody needs to hear that, whether it's here or whether it's out there. Good word. You want to add anything? Anybody want to add? Say amen or oh me. Amen. Father, thank you for your presence here this morning. Thank you that you put up with my foolishness. But you still show up. You still love us. Beyond measure. And we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We might say our, I don't think we've said it in a day or two, our declaration, John, as we close, as we have given back to the Lord a portion of what he's given us, we declare that he teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and shines all our needs according to his riches and glory. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And as he blesses us, his way becomes known on the earth and his salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing you for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debts paid off, and transfer of wealth. Prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil and our coffers with gold. Expenses decreased, blessings increased, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, and miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough. So we give unto your kingdom, clothe labor with heaven. See, Jesus get his full reward. Amen. Amen.